Sex and health. Reproduction and health. Youth and health. All combinations often not focused on, especially now in South African context. But here at Ubushabami, Futsi youth, sexual and reproductive health is our focus. We'll talk about experiences, reflect on fresh new articles from our website, and discover ways of how to navigate sexual and reproductive health in the South African context and abroad. Hello everyone, welcome back to Obushabami and uh, Mandy and I are back with another podcast. If Yay! this is your first time joining us, I'm Kabonina and I'm sitting with my co-pilot, co-captain, my girl, Dr. Mandy Patlanyane. Hello. Yes, and <laughs> we are about to give you guys just a mini chat about one of our latest um, article series. Uh, if you didn't know, we do have an out- article series out right now, and it tackles a self-esteem. Mm-hmm. So before we get into that, we are Ubushabami, and you can find us on uh, so our social media platforms. Instagram, we are Ubusha underscore Bami. Facebook, is ubushabami and you can also hit us up on our gmail account which is ubushabami at gmail.com we also have a website where literally everything is uploaded so much good dope content so please check us out on www.ubushabami.com so yeah mandy take it away why (laughs) did we choose (laughs) self-esteem so interesting but not interesting and also very obvious Mm -hmm. How you see yourself and how you esteem yourself mm-hmm. actually has a huge impact on which decisions you make towards your sexual and reproductive health. Facts. So, we thought it might be good to explore some of the things that actually influence your sexual and reproductive health decisions based mm-hmm. on how you esteem yourself. Yes. So, we decided to explore with that, asked a couple of young people to write for us again. Yes. Thank Shout you. out. Thank you, always. Thank you. Thank you. Always. always. <laughs> and they do this for free and yes. they write such beautiful articles. Yes. Guys, I think yes. there are so many people who are writers out there that actually don't know. Yes. But yes, <laughs> thank you so much to all our thank writers. You. Thank you so much. Yes. Um, and a special thank you also to our editor. Um, yeah, shout out to our editor, Miss Vanessa Mpatlanyane. Who's currently doing her PhD. <laughs> yes. yes. So but puts time aside exactly. to do this for us. So amazing. Um, so thank you very much. Mm-hmm. But back to the main topic. Yes. So with the self-esteem one, I think those were the main reasons why we wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, because in previous article series, we had spoken about the components that um, lead you to healthy sexual and productive health. Yeah. But now we just wanted to dive into something specific. Mm-hmm. Um, how you esteem yourself, how you esteem yourself does actually impact which decisions you make for mm-hmm. your sexual debut and your reproductive choices. Yeah. Yep. So the first thing um, that we want to discuss is basically how you see yourself. And I'm just going to touch a bit on it. And so is Mandy. Um, so basically how you see yourself and how that ties in with sexual and reproductive health is the fact that there are so many decisions that you make based on the person that you think you are or the mm. person that you see in the mirror. Mm. Um, just to give a simple example, one might find themselves curvier than mm. normal, develop larger breasts at an earlier age, mm. find themselves being objectified by men because of the way that they look. Mm. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean that that's how you see yourself, but sometimes how other 
um, people see you can also have an effect on what you decide to do when it comes to, you know, sex. Mm. So, for example, if I'm a person who um, doesn't really feel comfortable with my body, I'm going to shy away from sex. I'm mm. not even going to try and engage or, you know, try to know anything because I'm uncomfortable. You know, mm. I don't feel safe. I don't feel open. And also I'm comparing myself to other people, my peers, mm. and, you know, trying to put myself kind of like on a scale, like, where am I sexually? Am I ready? Am mm. I attractive? You know, can I do this? Can I not do this? Mm. So how you see yourself really um, plays a, a huge role. And mm. how do you feel? Okay. I think... You know, what was interesting for me, especially in reading through the, some of the articles, um, mm -hmm. people kept on referring, and it sounds like it's the same speech over and over again, mm -hmm. how important it is for you to see yourself, you, um, in a way that is, number one, first, pleasant for you, yes, honest to you, mm -hmm. and in some weird way, I don't know how possible it is, but to see yourself not as others see you or how they have labeled you. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was the main theme throughout most of the articles mm -hmm. that it is, it is a prerequisite and it is important for you to try and cultivate a culture where you really see yourself in a healthy manner mm -hmm. and healthy manner means being kind to yourself, mm -hmm. being patient with yourself, mm -hmm. being gentle with yourself mm -hmm. in terms of how you look, in terms of even the mistakes that you make. We are yeah. so unforgiving like i can forgive really other are. people but yeah. myself yeah and i know this personally i am my worst enemy shame please mm -mm. <laughs> i am my worst enemy like the way i abuse myself is not something that i'm, I'm proud of and mm -hmm. it's not something that i would ever do to somebody else mm -hmm. but we we tend to be very harsh on ourselves mm -hmm. and all the articles just kept on stringing this along that yeah it's important for us to really try and see ourselves in a good light yes. and be kind and be patient and mm -hmm. be good to ourselves first mm -hmm. because that translates into how you present yourself yes. in the physical, how you dress, yes. how you, you take care of your health. Do you exercise? Do you not? Mm -hmm. Do you see yourself worthy to be amongst living? Are you confident even in your career? Mm -hmm. Are you confident in being in social spaces? All of those things stem from how you really esteem yourself mm -hmm. um so it's 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 more than vital yeah it just shows you that that's where a lot of things start mm -hmm. uh, good decisions can pivot just on this one that's true that if if really you don't see yourself as anything if you really don't care about yourself if, uh, literally if you've given up on yourself and you've just succumbed to how everybody else sees you or what you think you are then um Things just don't go right. They don't. <laughs> they don't. I just even uh, 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 an example. This week, I saw a patient in my psych clinic, mm -hmm. and he lost his job, and lost his job in the beginning of the year, mm -hmm. and now he's like proper depressed. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that he was saying was that, you know, he's at the point where he wants to leave home because he wants a change of scenery. Mm -hmm. But he was even on the tip that he wants to leave home and he would rather even go sleep in the streets because he's so desperate to leave home. Mm -hmm. But to me, what I draw from that is, yes, okay, mentally he's not well. But also on top of that, because he's got such a low self-regard of himself, mm -hmm. he sees himself not even worthy of proper shelter, 
not even worthy of love and compassion because his mother was there begging mm-hmm. him that no see agua kela in zao you know just hang in there mm-hmm. but because he has such a, a low self-regard yeah, yeah, yeah. he's even making such rash decisions he's even making such decisions that reduce him to an animal state mm-hmm. and it just shows kuti what's in here what's in your mind mm-hmm. really does dictate the decisions that you make mm-hmm. and even at the point of your sexual choices mm-hmm. how you see yourself mm-hmm. also determines what you'll do mm-hmm. when it comes to that decision mm-hmm. yeah this actually just reminded me of a series called i think it's called white underbelly on mm. youtube okay. have you ever watched it no, no, no it's basically just like um overlooking prostitutes and how they mm. got into prostitution prostitution and mm. you know the issues around that and yeah. each and every single person had a self-esteem issue mm. they they basically felt like this is the life that they deserved mm. and they fed off it and they got into drugs and things got worse and they got sick and mm-hmm. and that just all came because they just didn't rate themselves they felt like this is the life that they deserve they don't care anymore mm-hmm. and this is just what they're going to do because i guess this is what i am i'm a prostitute now mm-hmm. not to say there's anything wrong with prostitution i mean if somebody decides that's what the career that they want to go into definitely but i think it is a problem when you feel you have no choice but to become mm-hmm. a prostitute because of how you see yourself mm-hmm. so um yeah and bringing it back to sexual and reproductive health i mean people okay let me speak about myself when i was in high school i didn't see myself as a sexual being number one because i didn't look like the other girls mm. maybe some other people thought like i did maybe some people thought hey no couple's hot or whatever but yeah. i didn't see myself like that mm. i saw myself as chubby you know hot belly i don't want anyone to see me naked <laughs> so <laughs> i was just like oh gosh like you know sex is not for me and um, not to say that it it wasn't a bad thing that I decided that sex is not for me in high school, but it just showed me that my self-esteem was really low and I didn't give myself the chance to understand sex and mm. just, you know, be, um, what can I say, be involved in sexual conversations. I always mm. felt awkward. I always felt like, guys, why are you talking about sex? Like, come on, there's mm. more to life than just sex, which there is. But at that point in time, you know, other people were very comfortable with mm. sex and speaking about it. And I was kind of just like, ah, no, I, I don't think so. And that's very interesting because what you're also saying or what I'm understanding is that you you shied away from the conversation and engaging in it in a mm-hmm. healthy manner. Mm-hmm. You know, you could have learned about it in a healthy manner, but because you had your own backgrounds of my own, you know, self-esteem issues my own prejudices against it mm-hmm. you couldn't even engage the conversation exactly. in a healthy manner exactly. and learn about it in a healthy space mm-hmm. and be comfortable to be like but it's it's okay my faults my roles my mm-hmm. you know my chubbiness exactly. i can also embrace yeah. that yeah. and you know sometimes that's 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 a turn on for somebody mm-hmm. and i mean it's a lot of these podcasts and even whenever you are talking about sexual reproductive health, people always assume that you're trying to, you know, bump people to go out and have sex. Yeah, and, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. No. It's not about that. <laughs> it's, 
it's literally about educating people yeah you know giving people tools that help them to make better decisions mm. when it comes to sexual and reproductive health yes um, yes and yeah. not to shy away from the conversation mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so I, I i like that example a lot i think even when you were saying it i i shied away from it predominantly because of my religious stance mm-hmm. um don't talk about sex Mm-hmm. Sex and God. I... Uh, once you're married, then then can you can talk about it. Uh, and just... often it's it's almost a bit too late. It is, and it's, I mean, it's it's a, it's a lie as well. Which God? God is the creator of yeah, sex. Like, exactly. But exactly. anyways, yeah. Um, so for, for me, <laughs> for me, it was for that reason. Mm-hmm. But also, even with my own self esteem, yeah. I saw myself as a nerd. Um, I saw myself as yeah just it's it's not my conversation to have mm-hmm. um it's for other people it's for cool people sex mm-hmm. is for cool people you were cool man i was not cool and you know it it's <laughs> <laughs> you saying and i know it i always thought you were cool man you were my friend exactly it's cool we were friends okay. yeah i'm biased i'm biased yeah i was biased <laughs> but but I, yeah i hear you in general yeah. as well i think in my teenagehood, that was it. And leading up to adulthood, mm-hmm. um, my self-esteem... Look, I've always been tiny and petite, but I also struggle with um, body image things. Mm-hmm. And I always get the commentary, but why? It's, it's like being in a support group for eating disorders and the anorexic person says, I don't like how I look, sitting next to the obese person. The mm-hmm. obese person's like... Dude. I almost said a bad word. But like, girl, <laughs> come on, calm yeah. down. Yeah, like it's it can't get any worse than exactly what I'm in right and now. And I think it's that yeah. contrast, and maybe now we can tie in with how other people see you actually mm-hmm. influences how you esteem yourself. Mm-hmm. Because when you see somebody who looks a specific way, you already give them a tag that mm-hmm. because they appear in this way. I assume they are in this mindset. Uh, So because I've always been tiny, skinny, of course I should have great body image Mm -hmm. ideas. Mm -hmm. My self-esteem and self-regard in terms of my body image should be high. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't like that. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like that. I'm flat-chested. I don't have a big bum. And when we look at the sex icons, Mm -hmm. it's big breast, big bum, hourglass finger. By the way, if you don't know what uh, Dr. Mendy in Patanya looks like, she's hot. <laughs> Move along. Thanks, friend. Friend, you're hot. Please, you're hot, okay? I'm, I'm giving you my self-esteem of how you see yourself you see, to you. You see that? <laughs> how, you, how I see you, please see yourself like that. And I must receive it's positive. that. It's positive, yeah. And maybe let's let's use that as a segue into mm-hmm. now how other people, people esteem see. you. Exactly, you know? exactly. You know, um, as we're talking about this, I'm just thinking about, um, you know how if you have a certain body shape, you're automatically categorized by males mostly, but also society as a certain type of person. Mm. You know, you you if you wear a tight dress, you are immediately characterized as a baddie. Mm. Or you're a very sexual being, mm. or you're very forward. Mm. Or you're like yeah, like we mm. need to see Yevele, like is it necessary? And that's not always the case. Yeah. But sometimes because people see you that way, you kind of end up in situations where you have to play the part. Mm. You now have mm. to become this person because people mm. expect it. And yeah. obviously when people are gonna compliment you about your bum and your breast, it's it's going to build an image in your head about, mm. oh, this is somebody that is 
considered sexy so let me act sexy let me be sexy yeah and that can lead you to very tricky sexual decisions Mm. um reproductive health decisions as well Mm. because you find yourself in situations that you ordinarily wouldn't if you had let's say maybe a different body shape Mm. and it doesn't mean just because you have that body shape that you actually are that person maybe inside when you're alone you feel that no man Mm. my self-esteem they say i'm hot i'm acting the part but i don't quite understand you know if i'm that person or i need to be that person and there's actually a girl on instagram who very bubbly beautiful girl hot Mm. you know okay in in my opinion Mm. curvy um got the the booty nice booty Mm. tiny waist you know nice perky boobies (laughs) the ideal (laughs) the ideal yeah and um she she put out a statement saying she's rebranding this thing of her thinking she's a baddie this thing of people seeing her as a bad she was um a baddie uh in inverted commas because i don't know her that well but judging by her post you know how she carried herself and all of that but she literally said she's rebranding because okay she just she's over that phase of her life Mm. she's now moving into a professional space Mm. so when we see her um dressed a certain way we mustn't be shocked Mm. this is now her and she doesn't want to hear hey hey when i hear hey instagram thing Mm. no it's it's no longer like that and i was so interested in you know what made her want to rebrand and make a public statement Mm. and i i highly suspected was the fact that she was now tired of being tied to this image mm. of a baddie because of the way that she looks. Mm. And her self-esteem as well may have played a part. Maybe she felt like, okay, my self-esteem doesn't resonate with this person. Whenever people see me this way, it actually lowers me now. Now I want to mm. be seen a different way. Mm. So, yeah, how people see you definitely has an effect. And a it, very big effect. You know, what you just said is so golden because I think of young men as well. It's like we don't we don't get rid of the stereotypes that we start off with for example even in high school mm-hmm. um if you were jock you're not smart but you have a great body mm-hmm. and that's the part you must play mm-hmm. when you are a netball girl you're a girly girl when mm-hmm. you're a hockey girl you're a butch girl mm-hmm. when you know things like that those mm-hmm. stereotypes don't you don't you don't shake loose of them and even when you come into young adulthood mm-hmm. how you dress how you present yourself those are the type of tags that we put and give to you. Mm-hmm. And you you are absolutely right. I think the golden thing that stood out for me with what you're saying is that, you know, the titles and the you know the expectations that people have because of how you present yourself externally, mm-hmm. um, now you must act the part, exactly. even if you are not that person. Mm-hmm. And that to me is like, yo, it's so scary how you can spend years living a false life exactly. for a lot of people mm-hmm. because you have convinced yourself that that's how you ought to be. Mm-hmm. And I think of just even with the articles that some of the things that I've learned from them is just that whole, like how I said in the intro, that it's try to esteem yourself almost in isolation of society. Yes. Because you must be yes. honest and authentic to yourself about who you, you truly are. Exactly. And it may be hard in in the teenage phase to get to that because you're not entirely sure of everything that you want to be mm-hmm. and even in young adulthood we're not 100 percent sure dude mm-hmm. floating rock mentality mm-hmm. i'm there <laughs> Girl, i don't know are we not all yeah you know, it's i don't know what's going on half the time mm. but i've seen enough to know 
these are certain things I don't like. This is what I like. This is who I am. And now I'm more convicted on certain stances mm -hmm. rather than what I was five years back. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, that's vital. You do owe yourself that break mm -hmm. to be like, I'm Cabo. Mm -hmm. This is who I am. Mm -hmm. I like X, Y, and Z, and I made peace with that. Exactly. I'm this type of person, and it's okay to also be this type of person. Mm -hmm. And I think what's also beautiful is you, if you're blessed to live long enough, you'll realize that there is a corner for everybody. There is. And there's people who will embrace who you truly are. I, literally, as you're saying that, I'm thinking in my head, the, the, the wonderful thing about self-esteem is that you... You, you, once you decide who you are mm -hmm. and once you've made up your mind that this is the person that I am and yeah. you're happy and content with yourself, that energy, you, you, you attract people mm. who will actually mm. love you for the fact that mm. you have chosen to be this way, despite yeah. what you look like, yeah. despite maybe what you've done in the past, yeah. despite everything, you yeah. know, once you've decided that, okay, this is me and you start living as you and making decisions as you, not what everybody else expects you to do because of how you look, yeah. you really unlock a different level of life. Mm. A, a, a different stress-free, just out nankinga, just because when are okay, sharp meaning, right? Yeah. And it also makes you very strong when it comes to decision-making because mm. you know yourself, you're grounded. Mm. It's not easy for people to just come and take advantage of you yeah. by telling you that, ooh, look at that booty or mm. ooh, look at those eyes and you're mm. like, okay, and then my eyes, then what? And mm. you're just like, oh, yes, okay, take me now. So, yeah, as you were saying that, I was just thinking that actually, you know, there is a space for everybody to have their own personality, their own self-esteem and trust me, once you've figured that out, the right people will come to you yeah. and the right decisions will be made. Definitely. That's mm -hmm. a, that's just a positive. Yeah. And I think what's beautiful also about that to me is, Kuti, it doesn't stop. It doesn't end. Mm -hmm. um, the growth and who you are and how you view yourself. Mm -hmm. People are ever-changing. Yes. And you are allowed to rebrand yourself. Exactly. And to start again. Yes. And to start afresh. Yes. So I think also that we must honestly allow and don't be afraid to start afresh. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid to also be a different person and to choose to be tomorrow. I want to be this. Mm -hmm. Today, I want to be that. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, look, you have yourself and yourself alone. You tr truly. All the choices and all the decisions you make, truly. you know, you must execute and you must deal with the consequences. Exactly. As well. Do you, yeah. the consequence? That's where the danger is. <laughs> the consequences <laughs> of the decisions. That's where the real danger is. So, I mean, all the better if you are in a position where you can make better decisions for yourself. Yeah, and you have chosen mm -hmm. them on a sober platform where you weren't forced by anybody and mm -hmm. it was you who made that decision. Mm -hmm. There's nothing as empowering as feeling as though it's all been in your hands. Yeah. My sister was telling me a story of um, this one colleague of hers and she was saying, literally, um, she's this colleague is a, a white lady, mm -hmm. doesn't come from a very privileged um, background yeah and her goal now is to just be wealthy mm. she doesn't know what she's gonna do but she just wants to be wealthy mm -hmm. so at the end of the day she just says um there her confidence is not dampened by anything because she believes that everything she's worked for she's worked for it so mm -hmm. she's earned it mm -hmm. so no one can take 
your own victory away from you, the one that you've gained on your own, mm-hmm. on your terms, mm-hmm. not what anyone else has told you it ought to be, not what anyone has taken. That victory feels very, it is authentic. It's yes. real. Yes. It's something that you wanted and you went for it and you did it. You've earned it. Mm-hmm. So you can switch it on and you can switch it off whenever you feel like it. No mm-hmm. one can come and take it away from you. Mm-hmm. So I think overall with these article series, my take home is if you cultivate a good culture, of making positive decisions for yourself based on truly how you believe you are at that moment mm-hmm. and who you agree, how, how can I say this? How you view yourself, your self-esteem, mm-hmm. then making a decision for your sexual and reproductive health, you will be able to stand for whatever decision you make because you would have made it with the knowledge that you had at mm-hmm. that time and how you truly felt about yourself and Literally. how you esteemed yourself. You won't feel like, oh no, this is the world's fault. Mm. I wish that or I someone else that. coerced you into yes, it. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. It's a yeah, yeah. No, the the pill is definitely easier to swallow when you know that you went into this decision knowing that these might be my consequences and I'm ready to face them. Yeah. Versus when you feel like you were coerced into something. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Self esteem. Uh, yeah, guys. Um, geez, my take home is that. I just really want people to um, be aware that the way other people see you and the way that you see yourself has a very big effect on um, sexual and reproductive health, you know. Um, also, the people that you surround yourself with um, does too. So, yeah, just better decision-making, guys. Mm. Yeah, better decision-making. Mm. But, yeah, I think that's it from us. Uh, a little bit of a lengthy one, but um, genuinely always fun chatting with you babes yes. um, <laughs> i feel like we have gail and oprah moments we do we do <laughs> we really do and yeah um i hope you guys enjoyed this uh podcast we will definitely be back with another one uh please give us some love in the comments uh hit us up on our socials for those of you who have made it this far our socials are ubusha underscore by me at G, um on instagram mm-hmm. and ubusha by me on facebook and then our uh, email is ubushabami at gmail.com. And our website is www.ubushabami.com. Awesome. So, yeah, guys. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast. For more information, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, as well as our website at ushabami.com.